You're listening to The Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Kat John, episode number 11. G'day gang, welcome to The Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Kat John. I believe that leading from the front is to share with others what it takes to become the creator of your own life, offering real guidance, raw truths, and relatable stories. Your journey to creating a fulfilling and meaningful life that sees your dreams turn to reality starts here. Fucking around in indecision. That gets you nowhere pretty fast, eh? Fucking around in indecision is a decision in itself to be in indecision. But we all know it gets you nowhere, you know. You're just going back and forth inside your head, playing an invisible tennis match with yourself. You're making pros and cons lists that get you to no fucking answer, you know, gets you to, you know, not make a decision or a choice. So then you fuck around more in indecision because you're like, oh no, there's like, there's maybe a few more pros and there is cons, but I don't know if I can trust all the pros and, you know, maybe I need to focus more on the cons. There's an energy to everything in life because everything is energy right? Indecision has an energy. And let's just say that that energy is stressed, scattered, sometimes erratic. And that energy has you acting and behaving in ways where you think you're incapable of making a decision. That you're stuck. So it's also a stuck energy too. And the more you become, I guess, aware of yourself when you're in a state that you don't like, you have more of a chance to change that, right? We all want to become, or we, yeah, we all want to become aware, or not all of us, but some of us want to become more aware. And we say, you know, we're aware. Yeah, I'm aware of what I do. I'm aware of when I do this, and I'm aware of, of, of when I do that. And that's cool. You know, if you're aware of it, then that's, that's great. Um, how much, how, how long do you let yourself suffer before? doing fucking something about it, a way where you can begin doing something quicker about it is when you realize the energetic state of where you're at and asking a question, is this energetic state? Because fucking where your energy goes, like your whole being goes, everything goes, right? If is the state that you're in, the energy that you're in going to get you any fucking closer to where you actually want to go and the the next decision or the next choice that you want to make? When you're in indecision, the way that you behave is that you you think that 
you're doing something about whatever it is that you need to make a decision about because you're thinking about it heaps. You know, it's on my mind. You know, I'm considering it. You know, I, I, it's, it's in my dreams or I wake up and it's there. And it's like no fucking shit because you haven't fucking made a decision. You haven't made a, a powerful choice to shift you in the direction where you really want to go. So you end up tricking yourself and fooling yourself into believing that you're focused on what your next decision is, but really you're not. You're just actually, in truth, unconsciously activating a narrative that you're incapable of making a decision, that you're not a powerful person, that if you do make the next choice or if you do make a decision and then it's wrong, then you're going to fuck it up and you're going to be a failure, which means you're not worthy, which means you're not good enough. So just fucking stay in indecision, which then has you not going to make a decision in fear that you might fuck up that decision. And when you're in this state of indecision, you're like half-ass committed, to whatever it is that's calling you to make a decision, to produce a a definite outcome instead of this like fucking whimsical outcome that you're currently in. So you're half-assing something. You're half-assing, you're half-committed, whether it's, you know, you really like this guy or you really like this girl And you're fucking around with like going all in, you know, because you're like, oh no, if I go all in, I'll look too needy. I'll look like I'm desperate. If I go all in, then (laughs) I, I, you know, I might be rejected or they'll tell me that, um, they're not interested. So then you fucking play it cool. You're like, yeah, let's play it cool. Well, that's actually a decision to play it cool, but you're still in indecision because playing it cool is a bullshit front. It's a bullshit facade that you really don't want to play. Playing it cool is a version of protecting your heart. Yeah, I don't mind if I see you like in in another three weeks. Like, yeah, no problem. When your heart's like, fuck that.com, I want to like hang out with them every night. You know, I want to eat popcorn and I want to go for beach walks and I want to cuddle and I want to hold hands and I want to like whatever, you know. So playing it cool, yes, it's a decision, but it's a, it's a, it's a protect your heart decision. And that to me is not a powerful decision, still a decision nonetheless, but not a powerful one because it means if well, your life would be a fuckload easier, right? If you started making powerful choices, because use that example. If you went all in and you said to that person that you like, uh, you know what, (laughs) this is going to be pretty awkward for me to say this. Um, I don't know what your response is going to be, but you know, I really like you and, um, I really like to see a hell of a lot more than you because, you know, that's, that's just where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I, I really like you and I'd, I want to get to know you more and more frequently and really see where that goes. Cause that's then you're like, 
um, you're, you're, you're going into the potential potential of a relationship actually coming out of this. But when you fuck around with playing it cool, you never know that other person may also be desperately in love with you, but they're like, Oh no, they're playing it cool. So I have to play cool. So then you're both in like, Hey, let's play it cool. Protect the heart game. When really you're like, I just want to love you. Right. Conversely, it could be the other way around. You're wanting to exit a relationship and you're fucking around in indecision. Now, your indecision may look different where you're spending time away from this person, where you're, well, actually, it's pretty pretty similar to the other example that I just gave, but you're spending less time with that person. You're spending more time with your friends because you kind of want to distance yourself from them. So you fucking around in indecision may be that you don't move out with them when they want you to move out and you're digging your heels in and the other person doesn't know why. So that other person then gets their back up and frustrated and annoyed, which only feeds your wanting to get out of the relationship. But then the, the energy between the two of you starts to warp and manipulate and you do fucking these bullshit things again to protect your heart, right? When in truth, in either of those examples, if you just sat your fucking ass down, seriously, if you sat your ass down and tuned into your heart and you asked yourself, if I was a powerful person right now, what would I do? If I was a powerful person right now, what would I do? And what I'm just sharing with you in that, when you sit your ass down and you ask that question and you go inside, that is a a tool. That's a life hack. That's a mindset hack where you notice that you're playing a fucking bullshit game of fucking around in indecision and you're aware that you're acting and behaving in ways that you really don't want to, that's going against your heart, but is definitely matching what your ego and your head says you should do. When you, when you go in and you ask those types of questions, if I was a powerful person, what would I do? If I was an empowered person right now, how would I act? When you do that, you reframe your mind instantly. And when you reframe your mind, asking a slightly different question, simple question, simple words, but it will produce a powerful answer. Empowered questions equal empowered answers, which then can lead, that can means that's up to you to make that choice, can lead to powerful choices, powerful outcomes, powerful actions. Now, when I was with my last boyfriend, um, ugh, which was, I don't know how long ago, we broke up nearly 10 years ago. Um, the last, I'd say, 18 months, um, it was just like so obvious that we weren't meant to be together. And I remember when my brother and I moved out and uh, I said to my boyfriend at the time, um, you know, like, let's move in. Like, let's see, 
um, where we're like, where we can go. Like we were together for five years at that point. So all in all together for six years. And, you know, now that I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I should have broken up with that dude. Like the the next day he was super loving, but monstrously non-committal, you know, couldn't like commit to making a plan a month in advance. Um, but if it had anything to do with drugs or anything like that, then definitely could. But anyway, that's a by the by. Um, it was just super obvious that, you know, I was in a non-committal relationship, even though it was for such a long time. So for, for six months, I said to him, you know, come and move in. Like, I don't know why you would live there and I live here. Like, it would just be easier. We'd save on rent and yada, yada, yada. Like all the, you know, logical things were there. And for six months, he dragged his feet. And I knew in my heart, I knew in my heart that that was a very big sign that this is over, that he doesn't actually want in And I was called in myself to let this go, to let this relationship go. But I fucked around in indecision. I fucked around in indecision because, 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 because the wonderful Wizard of Oz. No. Um, (laughs) Because I was afraid to be alone, right? If I had have made that powerful choice then and there the reality of being alone would have been real and I was so fucking scared to be alone even though my soul was calling for it it was calling for alone time and space and self-discovery and you know traveling the world and dating me and all this kind of shit. So I fucked around in indecision because I knew being alone was going to come out of that. So I like then became this controlling fucking girlfriend, always on his case, always riding his fucking ass. Why won't you do this? Or why won't you do that? Or why won't you come and live with me? And yada, yada, yada. And it would, you know, obviously then cause him to dig his heels in further and delay the inevitable of moving in, which then caused him to spend more time with his friends, right? So we were in this cycle of no one was prepared to make a powerful choice, right? He was giving me all these fucking bullshit reasons as to why I wouldn't move in. And then when he finally did move in, he still kept the room in his old apartment that he was renting out. Like fucking ding, ding, ding. Wake up, Cat John. No, I would prefer to be ignorant and make my life painful. (laughs) So when he did move in, firstly, I gave him an ultimatum. I said, mate, if you're not fucking in this house, by December 31st, we're breaking up. Like, ooh, if only I had have known this work very well back then. It was very conditional. That's a conditional, uh, that, that's conditional love, right? If I was in truth, in unconditional love, I would have seen that this man wanted out 
right? But I was like, ah, how can I control him so I can get what I want? Because I was not prepared to make a powerful choice. So he moved in and he may as well not have because he was still at his old apartment and he was hanging out with his friends more. He was going out with his friends more. He said he would be home at midnight when then he'd be home at 5 a.m. And this was happening regularly. And my truth, my truth, my inner truth, my inner truth voice knew again that this was just, it was like it was an immature relationship that needed to be set free. But again, because I was so scared of being alone, I controlled instead. So I became more controlling, more conditional, more upset, which then only drove us further and further and further away. So his indecision of really wanting to get out of the relationship too, the indecision looked like I'm spending less time with her. And my indecision looked like I'm going to control the fuck out of him. And that that's a toxic relationship. You know, that's toxic relating where no one is prepared to make a powerful choice, where no one is prepared to be all fucking in or all fucking out. So when we're somewhere in the middle That's where, you know, toxicity flies around. That's where we treat one another like shit. That's where, um, you know, whatever else takes place, where relationships, particularly relationships, suffer. This can be due to, or this can be, you know, linked to any choice, any powerful choice you're wanting to make in your life, whether it be about your body, whether it be about your health, whether it be about the food that you eat, whether it be about a business that you want to create or that you want to advance, that you want to up level, that you want to, you know, change or whatever, a new idea that you want to see come to life. You you need to know, you need to know when you're fucking with yourself. Because otherwise, if you don't, you're lying to yourself. And when you're lying to yourself, mate, you, you're just in ego land. You know, oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm really wanting to make this choice about my business. And I really want to make this choice about whatever. But you're not fucking making any choice. You're just thinking about it. But really the thinking underneath, like the iceberg, you know, there's a tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. And I've got this like ideas and yada, yada, yada whatever, like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll go and try that yoga class or maybe I'll try and do this, whatever. Underneath the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg is all the narrative. Yeah, right. You're not going to fucking let this business see the light of day. Yeah, right. As if you're going to go to fucking yoga at 6am. Yeah, fucking right. As if you're going to stick to this health plan or meal plan or up-level your business or up-level your your wealth and and abundance and, and freedom or whatever it is. The longer you sit in indecision and fucking lie to yourself that you're thinking about it, you're considering it or it's on my mind, I'm writing all these pros and fucking cons lists, you are at the mercy of your ego and the narrative going deep, 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 deep down will have you fooled to thinking that you're actually making a powerful choice when you're actually fucking not. So after 12 months of 
us living together. I mean, my gosh, my poor brother, like one, he had to live with me when I was having brain surgery and chronic pain and then two in this dysfunctional relationship. My brother is legend, by the way, a very, very, very wonderful legend. After 12 months of this control dynamic, because it was a control dynamic, he was controlling the relationship by distancing and I was controlling the relationship by being a controlling fucking bitch, you know. But I knew in truth that was not me. That's not the truth of me. And I know that's also not the truth of him. After 12 months of this game playing, you know, it was it was this really beautiful moment actually where I said to him, I think he came back from a work trip and I said, um, let's, when you come back, like, let's go for a walk and let's just have a chat. And we're walking around the Fitzroy, Fitzroy Gardens, I think it was. Um, we used to live in Collingwood. We were walking around the Fitzroy Gardens and I just said, this is, this is not good, is it? And he's like, nah. I said, I think we're fooling ourselves into, you know, believing that this is a good relationship and I don't think that we can keep going like this. And he agreed, you know, it was this real relaxed, relieving, releasing conversation. And I remember he turned around and he said to me, you know, well, let's let's have a break and then we'll come back in six months. And I just said, no, nah, no, nah. like, no, no, this is done. Like, I, and, I, and I even said we're, we're either all in or we're all out. And I said, I think there's a lot of water that's gone under the bridge here. And I really believe that we need to grow on our own. Uh, and it hurt, like it hurt. He was, he's a, he's a beautiful, beautiful guy. It hurt to let that one go. But finally we landed in our hearts and we both made a powerful decision to release and to let go. Now what came after that was a whole fucking blur, six years of the dating game and, you know, me then <laughs> being an indecision and playing it cool when I really didn't want to play it cool or like, you know, actually going out with people that I didn't really want to go out with. And it's like, oh God, Kat, just start making some fucking powerful choices, please. You know, but my point today is that we're always going to be catching ourselves out in indecision. I still do it now with my business. The the last time that I can really recall me doing this was when um, I had my old structure of how I would run coaching sessions to now how I do it, which is a six-month elite coaching program that includes all trainings, access to the tribe, Um, and that was like, that was a a moment of indecision of like, oh God, you know, like I'll, I'll think about it a bit, but that was, that was making me suffer because the only reason why I was thinking about it, even though I knew it was the truth of what needed to take place, I was thinking about it because I was just afraid that if I did it, that no one would buy into it, that no one would want it, that it would be to this or to that, or like, who do I fucking think I am? And it's like, ugh. Okay, cool, man. And interestingly, so I take 20 people at a time for the elite coaching program and now it's full, you know? So that's the crazy part of it. 
We often sit in indecision and fuck around just due to fear, which is very normal and it's always going to be a part of life and you may as well welcome that fucker into your life and make peace with it and realize that it's just there to to not, you know, to not make you risk looking like a dick or being embarrassed or being, you know, rejected or fucking looking like a failure, but it's only your ego that's consumed with any of that. But often when you make those powerful choices, there's something powerful waiting on the other side for you. And often we don't know what that is or what that looks like. But until we make the next powerful choice to be all fucking in on something or all fucking out on something, then we clear. We clear the noise. We clear the jargon. You can fucking throw out your pros and cons list because the powerful choice and decision has come from within that powerful life force that's inside of you. So where are you fucking around in indecision because you're scared? Where are you fucking around in your life because you're afraid to fail? You're afraid to look like a dick. You're afraid it's going to be the wrong move. You're afraid that if you do make the move and it is the wrong move, then you'll be able to trust yourself ever again And that means you can never make powerful choices again. Like, where are you really fucking with yourself? And please, please be honest with yourself. And if you stopped for a moment, if you stopped for just a moment, what is the powerful choice that you're wanting to make? And if it helps, ask those reframing questions. If I was a powerful person, what would I do right now? If I was a person who trusted myself and backed myself, what would I do right now? If I was an empowered being, what would I do? How would I act? How would I behave? What choice would I make next? Because that very small reframing question really can offset incredible momentum. And that momentum can offset ideas and inspiration to make the next powerful choice, the next powerful decision. And then, baby, you are in fucking flow. You are fucking flowing. You are rolling down the fucking river with Tina Turner. Hell yeah. So pull the pin when you notice and acknowledge yourself in indecision. When you're fucking around with yourself, when you're lying to yourself, that you're thinking about it, that it's on your mind, that, you know, you'll get to it tomorrow, like fucking nah, enough, cut that bullshit with an invisible knife, sit your butt down and reframe, reframe your mind by asking those very simple empowered questions that'll lead to empowered answers That'll then lead to empowered choices. Beautiful gang, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. If you did, I kindly ask you to subscribe to the podcast, to rate it and share it with someone special, a colleague, a friend, a family member, or someone who you know who really needs to hear today's episode. I also invite you to come and check me out on my socials, in particular Instagram, kat.john, K-A-T dot J-O-H-N, 
where you'll get in on all of the fun, on the things that I'm creating in my business, Zero Fucks Tuesday, free meditations on Sundays, and in your face quotes and powwow messages. Also go and check out my live trainings and elite coaching program over at catjohn.com.au. Have an awesome day, gang. Peace be with you.